Good morning. In the middle of Parshas Naso is Birkas Koanim, a commandment from Hashem to Koanim throughout time to bless the Jewish people with the familiar bracha, beginning with Yivarechacha. The ending of Birchas Koanim is V'yaseim L'cha Shalom, and he should put peace upon you. The Mepharshim point out to us that Shalom, peace, is the ultimate blessing. Without peace, all other blessings are meaningless. Im ein Shalom, ein Klum. If there's no peace, there isn't anything. So the other brachos add up and they add up until finally they finish off with a blessing for peace, which is the ultimate bracha. And after that, there's nothing more to ask for. The Kliyakar tells us that the reason the Chanukah Samizbeach, the inauguration of the altar where each Nasi brought korbanos for his Shevet, follows after Birchas Koanim is because this section of the Torah hints deeply to shalom, to peace as well. When the Torah describes the first offering brought by Nachshon ben Aminadav of Shevet Yehuda, the Pasuk actually begins with avav. Avav means and. It says vik korbano, and his korban was. Beginning with and implies that there was one before his, even though there wasn't. This, said the Kliyakar, is to take away any desire for him to claim, I was first, I'm the best. It's, his korban isn't announced with fanfare as the first. On the contrary, the sentence begins with and, as if it wasn't even really the first. What's more, when Nachshon is introduced as the first one to bring the korban, he isn't even described as a nasi, the prince, the leader of Sheva Yehuda. He's announced without his position for the same reason, to stop him, that first one, from feeling any pride in his leadership role at this point, for the sake of shalom. Even more, the Torah repeats over and over each nasi's korban, even though they were identical. The Torah could have listed Nachshon's korban and then said, and then they all brought the same as him. No, says the Kleyakar. The Torah goes out of its way by many, many psukim so as not to make any one nasi seem less important than any other. Each of their korbanos were described in detail, again, for the sake of shalom. Putting one person above another person or one person feeling above another one is antithetical to shalom. So why didn't the Torah just say, all the Nisim brought a korban, and this is what they each brought? Why the lengthy descriptions for each and every one? Last year, I shared an answer based on the Ramban, which I'll try to repost again later today. But this year, I'd like to stay with the Kliyakar's idea of shalom, because shalom is not when all differences are erased and everyone is lumped together, all the same and identical. Shalom is when everyone is respected and honored for who they are and what they did, and not made to feel secondary or lesser or greater or primary than anyone else. The Torah goes out of its way to not make the first person to bring korbanos feel any greater, and for each of the other men to not feel any less. They are each given detailed recognition and respect, but they are not ranked or compared. What's the message for us? I think there's a truth here that we can all internalize, each in our own way. Comparisons obstruct shalom. Think for a minute about how good we feel when we finally make it to the end of a long Friday and we're ready to greet Shabbos. Everything is prepared. The house is clean. The food is warm. The kids are dressed. We're dressed. We light the candles and we feel so good. We made it. And then maybe a little voice pops into our heads. Big deal. Thousands of Jewish women also managed to get ready for Shabbos today. They probably even did it better than you. We had a moment of feeling good about our hard work, and we dashed it with comparisons. And of course, this also applies to our children. Each child deserves to be recognized and honored for who they are, 
not for who they are relative to anyone else. When our child accomplishes something, we celebrate it. We don't inform them at what age their sibling did the same thing. Shalom comes when everyone stands independently, not feeling second or third to anyone else. I think this is a good time for us to be aware of this concept. We've been self-contained within our families for a long while, and each family did its own thing. There wasn't much opportunity to look at anyone else or compare anything. Now that our communities are opening up, the Yetzirah of comparisons is going to come out to attack us. Perhaps this Parsha is a reminder for us to recognize and respect everyone in our orbit, ourselves included, without looking to compare. Each person, each family is uniquely wonderful and special on their own. No comparisons necessary. Have a wonderful day.